Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You certainly hit a nerve when you shared your iPhone connecting with your car speakers the minute you get in the car. Yes, I did. I heard the voicemails. I, it's what, what was so interesting about all the messages that we got was that every single person reported that their Bluetooth connection would would pick up something completely obscure. Yes. Like, there was no um, like consistency to what was being played. It wasn't the most recent thing played. It wasn't the most, it wasn't mm-hmm. the podcast that you're listening to. It's, it's uh, like two people said they were Christmas albums. Like yeah. Random, like, like Michael Buble's Christmas and it just would start every time they would get in the car. You need, so now you've identified the problem. This is, I've learned this from Shark Tank. Step one is identifying the problem. Step two is solving the problem for people at a reasonable cost. (laughs) Well, I don't know about that. I did read a lot of free articles online and I followed every bit of advice and none of it was good. None of it worked? None of it worked. You need to solve, because I think- But I find that to be highly annoying. And Apple can't, it's not like they don't know about it. Like our voicemails were lit up. Apple knows about it. I, it used to happen to me, not with Bluetooth, but when I would plug my phone in um, to the USB charger, not mm-hmm. the not the cigarette lighter adapter charger, but the USB charger. When I plugged my phone in, it would start playing the Beatles Abbey Road album because that it. I had downloaded that to my phone and it was the first item in alphabetical order. You know what I didn't even think about? I can't, um, I can delete iTunes, Apple Music. Should I just delete the whole app? Do you never use? Literally never. What about podcasts? That's a different app. Music's on one, podcasts on the other. I listen to Apple Podcasts every single day. It would, I think it would solve your problem. It makes me nervous for some reason. So it says, so I went and just like held my, um, I don't know why I didn't think about that sooner. I think because there was a while where there were apps that Apple installed as like basic core apps of theirs that you could not delete. Try to delete it. I bet it doesn't look No, I did. I held my finger down and it says remove app, edit home screen, play most recent and search. So I'm going to remove app. Well, play most recent first and see if it pops up the same thing that pops up in your car. Okay. Just curious. Yep. So that was the last song that you ever listened to. No, on... because it changes. Oh, it does? Yeah, it changes. Uh, Sometimes I it's said... Taylor Swift, like a couple. Um, no, recently it was Taylor Swift. Yesterday it was Colby Calais. Like it just, I, I don't know. I don't know. But should I just delete the whole app? I feel like I should. It makes me nervous, but I, I say do it. Okay, remove app. Yeah. Delete app. Yeah. Purchased and synced music on this device will be deleted. Makes me nervous, but do it. Delete. Okay. Okay. All right. I feel a little weird. I have had my, I have had that on my phone since I've had an iPhone. It feels like 
you just threw away a perfectly good working garden hose. But that's what we're doing. We're <laughs> that's purging. the stage of life. We're, we're getting rid of things that no longer serve us. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Thursday, June 16th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for Apple Podcasts because despite Callie's hatred of Apple, I <laughs> love it. I love the platform that delivers us 80% of our listeners. Mm-hmm. I love Apple and eating apples and apple pie and an apple a day keeps the doctor away and apple of my eye. We're going to, we're going to wake up tomorrow morning and our podcast is going to be off (laughs) Apple podcasts. They're going to be like, you're banished. You're done. That's horrifying. Maybe we'll get one of those $40 million Spotify deals like Joe Rogan did or something. Yeah. Dak Shepard and them. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know if we're there yet. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for Ellie's preschool. This is a very big day in the Dollar House. Well, it's like a semi-big day. Uh, Ellie starts preschool in the fall at a place that we love. Like, we think it's great. We love the energy of the teachers. The kids all seem happy. We know other parents at the school. They have amazing things to say about it. I mean, we just, I mean, I'm speaking for both of us here, right? Like, we love her school. Yeah, it feels like, you know, just yesterday we were touring all the schools. Remember how I thought that we were, when, when she was applying, like she was applying to be accepted? Like, it was like a college application, yeah. and it's basically... No, is she old enough? And do you, can you can you um, write a check to pay for the you know month of uh, school or whatever? Yeah, um, that's the application process. So this preschool, and I call it a preschool, but it's not like it goes through like grade school and stuff like that. But um, they have an option for kids who want to come over the summer. So they have a lot of like after school programs. They have summer programs. So we, um, you know, the woman that runs the school mentioned to us that we, some parents like to, especially for first timers, start sending their kids over the summer to kind of do like a dip your toe in the water thing. If they've never been to school before, cause Ellie's never been to daycare. Nope. She just, she had, but I don't even see, here's the thing. I don't, I, I feel weird about calling it school. Like school is kindergarten, right? Like that's the first day of school. Then. No, preschool is school. Right. In the fall. But that's pre, but what is preschool? Preschool is like toddlers to. Isn't preschool, for me, in my mind, everything is the way it must have. It must be the way it was when I grew up. Right. And I and I think the kindergarten started at five and then at age four, I went to preschool. And everything before that is like daycare. I know this is more than daycare because it's at a school and there's like, you know, structure and lessons and stuff. Preschool, I think um, daycare <laughs> is before the kids are two. Okay. Like it's for like little itty bitty babies can go because babies can't go to preschool. Um, so but at least before two, so do we call she's it? 18 months. So like preschool, that's the age for, she's like barely in the age where she can go. Um, I need concrete answers. When is her first day of school? 
when like I think her first day of school is in August. So it's not her first day of kindergarten. No. Okay. No, 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 no. Her first day of school is in August, which is a huge deal. But we're sending her to her, her school. first day. Of, I don't like that. I'm gonna. Can I throw a flag? Yeah. Her first day of preschool can be in August. Is in but, August. But I think in my mind, her first day of school needs to be the first day of kindergarten. Because when you talk about school, like you talk about things, you're like K through 12, kindergarten through 12. And it's not mandatory. Like, don't you legally have to go to school or be in some sort of homeschool structure starting at kindergarten? Yeah, I feel like you're reading too much into it. I think we just, whatever, Ellie. I, I need to label things. Okay, I, well, I label it that she's going to school because she is going to a school. Like, pre, she will pre-school. be enrolled in a school. Pre. Um, anyway, so we are dropping her off today for her first day of, like, camp. and Pre-camp. <laughs> Stop doing that. Don't invalidate the exciting experience. So she'll go for like four hours. She has to take a snack, which is so cute. I packed her little book bag with her diapers and her snack and her water bottle. An odd amount of pressure in packing the first snack. We went with cheddar bunny crackers and orange slices. We did. We did. Because I don't know. What are other kids going to have? I don't know. What can you? I mean, we can't. She can trade. We can't do, yeah. Be like, I guess Jeff's I'm- been trying to teach her how to trade. She's like, not even two. And Jeff's like, okay, here's how you trade food at school. You always trade up. Like, don't trade half your orange for half a cookie. Uh-uh. You trade a full, a half an orange for a full cookie. Like, it doesn't, half doesn't always equal half. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, who would make that trade? Somebody who really likes oranges and doesn't like cookies and has cookies. Hmm. They should be fine giving up a full cookie then, but they're going to try to be, you know, think because they got young minds. They're going to be like half equals a half. Half doesn't always equal a half. So Jeff is trying to teach her the important things yeah. before she heads in, into the classroom. So it'll I, be interesting. I also got her um, tiny little brass knuckles in case oh my she does a lunchroom trade and the kid doesn't pay up. Bam. <laughs> oh my gosh. Little, um, little he's mobster. kidding, by the way. Am I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're kidding. Uh, so it's a, it's an exciting day in our house. I am really excited for her. She has been really curious about other kids and wanting to play with other kids. So I feel at this point, like it's almost, there's no reason for us to keep her at home. No. Like we don't get anything done when she's here. Jeff doesn't cause he works from home. Um, and she really wants to be with other kids. So off to camp she goes. I spent the um, bulk of yesterday clearing uh, 600 and something emails out of my inbox. I got from 600 and something down to 40 something. It was, and, and two things. One, there's really, for me, one of one really good feeling, one very cathartic thing is to search the sender of an email that, that you know you've gotten a lot from. Like, uh, for example, Target, your order is ready for pickup or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I'll see that. I won't delete it right away. And so that when I go into my emails to clear them out, I'm up to like 600 and something. I've got a dozen of those from the past three weeks. Right. So you just search that subject line or you search that sender, you select them all and boom, they're gone. And all of a sudden, before you know it, that 600 is down to 300 and it feels so good. Also clicking unsubscribe on nonsense. Oh, feels so good. Two notes from me. First note is, I cannot believe that you don't have a spam email and a regular email. Like, why are you getting target emails to the email that your business stuff comes to? Because I want to know when that is so the order is ready for pickup. Yeah, that just I'll seems like that a I lot put, of clutter. 
I'll forget that I placed it. And next thing you know, we'll have four bags of dog food. I just don't like looking at that stuff when I have my work email open. So when I have my work email open, all I want to see is work. And then I have like a quote unquote spam email, you know, that I put other stuff in. Now I still see it because it comes through my phone, but when I'm at my desk and my work email is open, like I don't want to see all the junk. My second note is you don't seem nearly as satisfied as I thought you would be because you told me this when you were on your way home, you got home and I was like waiting at the door. I'm like, so are you excited? Do you feel so good? Are you so having a good day? And you just looked at me. You're like, yeah, I guess. I was like, because womp, womp. Because all of the, the ones that are remaining in there, the 40 or 50 that are still in there are all the ones that are going to take 30 plus minutes each. Mm-hmm. Like that's three days worth of work. Yeah. You know, uh, four days worth of work or whatever. So that... When those are gone, then, then I'll be good. But I was reminded, though, of some advice that I gave a coworker um, at my last job who was so – he came into the, his role. He took over from somebody else, and there was just a lot of chaos. There were a lot of balls in the air. There were a lot of unfinished things. There were a lot of, like – Full, you know, project folders that should each have 10 sheets of paper in them and they all only had three. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And he was trying to get all of that stuff buttoned up and he was trying to plan stuff out for like, let's say the fall, you know, because in, in, you know, when you're planning stuff, every industry has a lead time mm-hmm. and radio is usually about 90 days out. So if you're going to plan, if you, if you hear of a radio station throwing an event that if the event's in October, know that it was planned in like June or July. Right. Because it has to be planned, whatever. And so the advice that I gave him was, what if you scrap, like, what if you set a start date of like October 1st? And you start working on all the stuff that you want to happen after October 1st right now. And everything between now and then, you just scrap it. Like you do the mandatory stuff, the stuff that you got to do to keep the lights on and, and, and keep the bosses happy. But all of these plans and all of these things and all of this stuff, what if you just scrap it and focus solely on, because if you don't, if you don't fo- start focusing on the stuff 90 days down the road, you're always going to be playing this game of catch up, mm-hmm. right? Cause you're not going to have, I said, you will, wouldn't it be better to have mediocrity for lack of a better word right now and have excellence in 90 days mm-hmm. versus um, being on a hamster wheel that you just can't having, catch up with. Yeah. Having slightly less mediocrity right now and also having mediocrity in 90 days. I'm like, you're sacrificing the current for the future. Mm-hmm. And um, because of the type of person he was, he was like, that's terrible. I can't do that. And he, he was not into it. Um, but his boss was in that meeting and instructed him to do it like two weeks later. And okay. said, I think, I think you should do this. I think we as humans always try to, well, I'll say American humans, we got to finish our to-do lists. We'll start B once A is done. 
we'll we'll do this once this is finished. Like there's this this sense of accomplishment, false accomplishment that comes from crossing stuff off your to-do list. And sometimes you just have to tear that to-do list up and start a new one because there's probably things that you're trying to accomplish right now that no longer serve you. No, No longer have the same purpose as they did when you put them on the list a week, six weeks, six months ago. I don't think that's an American thing because, I mean, I totally know what you're saying. I think it's so smart. I think it is very valid. I want thousand percent see how it pertains to you. And like when you get caught like in your head, when you get stressed out, like I, I 100% think that you do that. I become passionate, competitive about finishing a to-do list, obsessive. And today there were things that I'm like, why is this still on here? Yeah. Um, me, I don't feel that way at all. What do you mean? I don't do that at all. I can't remember the last time I 100% finished a to-do list. It doesn't cause you anxiety? No. Nope. Cause there's just things like, for example, now I don't let big balls drop. That's what she said. <laughs> um, so I don't go through my to-do list and be like, oh, I'm just not going to show up to work tomorrow or whatever it is. But I will say, you know what? That project that I wrote, cleaning out my bathroom sink, great. It goes on a micro anxiety list that I know I'm not going to be done, you know, getting done. So for me, like, I'm fine. I'm like, you know so what? You, so you almost have a to-do list, a sacrificial to-do list that you're like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to write this down, but I'm never going to do it. I like to call it a long-term to-do list. Yeah. Like things that are more optional. Cause there's things you need to get done, right? You got to meet deadlines. And I am someone that is firmly believes you need to do what you're, what you say you're going to do. So I am very big on that. And, um, so that's very important to me, but I think that, yeah, if it's something like you know, change the light bulb or, you know, take my car to get washed or whatever. Like that stuff falls on the micro anxiety list. And then my micro anxiety list is just like the thing that's always going to be there. Well, if you're like Callie, then what I just said doesn't apply to you. If you're normal and you're overwhelmed by your to-do list, then take my advice, rip it up. I work in a TV studio during the week. And about a year ago, as most of you know, my original diamond fell out of my engagement ring. And I was so upset about it at work at work. Well, I think at work. So it was like the height of COVID. So I was only going, I went from work. No, I went from home to work, work to home. So somewhere in there, in my, the trace of my everyday steps, I lost my, my diamond, my diamond. And I was really upset about it, but also. And and when you're at work, you park in the same parking spot. Every day. You, you walk through the same tunnel. Every day. Go to the same office. And then when you're in the studio, you sit at the same desk. Every day. There's six places it could be. It's, it's a small limited window. It's not like I'm going to the grocery store, whatever. Right. 
However, at that point in COVID, there were only me and a couple other people at work. So when you work at a TV studio, you know, like their desks and stuff like that, they're not bolted to the ground, but you can't just move them. Like, oh, let me slide this chair over. Like furniture doesn't move. Yeah. So this week um, at work, they were rearranging the whole studio, you know, getting rid of a bunch of stuff, moving things, you know, whatever it is, but there, it's going to be the furniture is going to be moved for the first time since I lost my stone. I can't believe you're here right now. I can't believe you're not there in a sleeping bag. Like, I can't believe we can't see your feet in the background of a TV shot. So here's what I did. I emailed one of the big bosses that's in charge of the studio. And I said, look, I know when you guys weren't here, I don't know if you heard this or not, but I lost my stone. I told him the whole story and he, I know that you're moving the studio this week can you please let someone know or allow me to be in the space because I got to look for, I just have to for me. Like Callie I got to look e- for the ring. Even though the chances of it happening are zero or being there is zero. When we moved out of the townhouse a few weeks ago, she went over and pulled the refrigerator out to look alongside you it. You bet your did. It. <laughs> I absolutely did. And I'm, I'm glad that I did because otherwise I would have still been thinking about it. So they're like, he's like, Oh my gosh, I had no idea. Absolutely. And he like, you know, tells the troops, he's like, okay, everyone that's going to be setting foot in the studio, Callie's diamond. We got to find it like so great about it. Right. Yeah. I couldn't stay. It was too late in the day. We have Ellie, whatever. So I couldn't be there for it. I get a phone call yesterday afternoon from one of my friends at work. And she said, Callie, we found your diamond. And I was like, shut the freaking front door. So I was like, oh my God, can you FaceTime me? She's like, yeah, hold on. Let me get the person that's holding it for you, blah, blah, blah. So I, um, like go to FaceTime her. Where did this happen? When did this happen? Yesterday. I know. Where was I? Um, I was about to, uh, take a nap and you were still at work. Okay. And I was like, okay, let's FaceTime. Can I see it? And they, um, they show it to me. It's not my diamond. What? Mm -hmm. It's, it's, I think like a piece of costume jewelry that fell off of somebody else's like necklace or something like that, but it's not my diamond. Oh my God. What was that? What was that 60 seconds like or 90 seconds until the person I was cautiously optimistic because I was like, Oh my gosh, this is what are the chances there are two pieces of jewelry Behind a studio desk. I mean, I think this would like, to be honest, the chances are high because there's so many people in that studio and especially like anyone that's wearing jewelry, like, you know, like bedazzled I've, stuff falls off. Like there's random pieces. Is of somebody at least going to take that to a. Oh, jeweler? I'm sure. Yeah. They're going to take it to like security or whatever. No, somebody needs to take it to a jeweler and find out if it's worth turning into security or like, what if it's somebody's real diamond? So, I mean, I don't, I, it. The way it is, it looks like part of a broken off earring. Like it doesn't, I don't think that that's real. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. I had a hen who could count her own eggs. She's a mathema chicken.
If you head to CallieandJeff.com slash sleep, you can, at your own leisure, browse everything that Cozy Earth has available. Now, we got hooked on Cozy Earth for the sheets. We said when they came on board and said, hey, we would love to partner with the upside with Callie and Jeff. We said, great, send us some of your sheets. We expected to be impressed. Yeah, I mean, I was like, oh, these are going to be good sheets. We'll probably like these. We, our lives have changed. We will Blown never, away. we will never be able to have another sheet after these cozy. They are so soft. They are so perfect. I feel like they get softer with every wash. I feel like they do too. I also feel like your bed is something that you invest in. Like you need good sheets. You need good sheets. You need a comfortable pillow. Like your bed is your oasis. It is your place to relax and escape from the world. So make it count. And the reason I said go to CallieandJeff.com slash sleep is because they're more than just sheets. They've got towels and they've got sleepwear and they've got pretty much anything associated that you would associate with the word cozy except for puppies is available at Cozy Earth. And by going to CallieandJeff.com slash sleep, you are able to save 40% off your purchase just for being an upside listener. Huge discount. And they're also going to let you sleep on the sheets for like three months. And if you decide you don't like them, you just send them back. No questions asked. They will give you your money back. Bombas design their socks, shirts, and underwear to be the clothes you cannot wait to put on every single day. Now, I know temperatures are getting higher in the 90s every day, humidity through the roof. Why is anybody talking about putting clothes on? Well, the clothes are Bombas, soft, seamless, tagless, super cozy, and they are super perfect for every single thing that you do. You're into sports. They got comfy performance styles that have thoughtful design features. They're going to keep you cool. You're going to forget that you're wearing Bombas clothes. If you could work out naked, you would, but you can't. That's illegal. So Bombas, they got you covered. Their underwear even has a barely there feel with second skin support. So their socks, underwear, T-shirts, all so comfortable for you for summer. But they're also the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters. So know that when you make a purchase at Bombas, they make a donation of the same to somebody who is experiencing homelessness. Go to Bombas.com slash upside. Get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside for 20% off. Bombas.com slash upside. I sent a KiwiCo crate to my girlfriend's daughter. She's seven and they had the best time as a family sitting down and working on a project together. So it helped with like the bonding and they did a super cool project on rainbows and they did a super cool project that, that entertained the whole family. And there was no work on their end to like plan out the project and make sure it can't, comes with everything and, and whatever. They said it was a really great experience, a bonding experience and super cool. The kids absolutely loved it. So either grab one for your kids or send it to a kid that you love this summer and give them something to look forward to when they see that on their doorstep. Do your part to encourage your children to be innovators and creative thinkers. They won't believe what they can build and accomplish with KiwiCo. Give them the tools to learn new skills, build new experiences, and make new connections to the broader world. There's no commitment, so you can pause or cancel anytime, and there's something for kids of all ages. 
Pack summer full of memorable discoveries with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month, plus free shipping on any crate line with code UPSIDE at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com, promo code UPSIDE. Here are today's three random things. My first random thing is the largest crab in the world is the giant Japanese spider crab. Would you like to um, guess how wide it is across Jeff Dollar? Um, well, I was, I'm going to so say. So my clue like, would be like bigger than a tarantula. I was going to say 18 inches. 13 feet across. Feet? Feet. That, I Googled it. It is terrifying. It is could, the stuff of nightmares. I feel like that could take down a rowboat. Jeff, I can't unsee it. I can't unsee it. It's the most horrible thing Was I've it, ever seen. Are you sh- it wasn't Photoshopped. It's a real live thing. Google it. What's it called again? A giant Japanese spider crab. It's terrifying. My second random thing is four United States presidents have been cheerleaders. Did you know this? Well, everybody's kind of a cheerleader if you're the president of the United States. <laughs> okay, that's not what I mean. I you're mean like, you know, rah, rah. Okay. Uh, George W. Bush. Okay. Dwight Eisenhower. Yep. I Ronald see, Reagan. I, which I can see Dwight doing a backflip. I cannot see Ronald Reagan doing a backflip. Yeah, he can do those um, floor splits. You know, you just do the split, slam yourself down on the floor. He seems a little close to the vest. I don't know. Um, and Franklin Roosevelt. Oh, uh, yeah. Frankie. <laughs> Frankie my, they call him Frankie the Flipper back in the squad. Oh. And my third random thing is, as of today, Internet, Internet Explorer will no longer function. And I checked and I actually have it on a couple of my computers. So I'm going to go open it later today. Um, they're retiring Internet Explorer nearly 30 years after launch. Um, Wednesday was the last day. And if you open it, Today, it'll take you to Microsoft Edge. So it is the end of an era, my friends. I wish they would bring back Clippy. What's Clippy? The little paper clip that hung out in Microsoft Word and helped you with things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I miss Clippy. Do you say those are my three random things yet? No. And those are my three random things. Man, I, two nights ago, was standing in the kitchen and our dog Lily walked by. And she kind of, and it, it was, it's the first time since I dropped that crap on my toe that it has not been, it was not thoroughly wrapped, you know, like with bandages and gauze and I had a sock over it to hold everything in place and stuff. It was just a small piece of gauze and some like tape around it, you know, like a, it was like a bandaid. It kind of looked like a sushi roll. Lily <laughs> stepped on my toe. It didn't, it doesn't hurt that much anymore. But uh, when I told her to get off, rather than just lift her paw off, she pivoted, Hmm. which opened up a bit of a wound. Mm -hmm. All you sickos are going to be like, oh, send us a video of it because you like to see (laughs) blistery stuff. Trust me, you don't want to see this. I don't like to see it. And I looked down and saw it and immediately stood, (laughs) stood up and put my head like, down on the counter because stuff like that makes me so queasy (laughs) and Callie looks and she's like oh god oh it's happening sit down sit 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 down sit like she can tell when I'm starting when I'm starting to get the vapors yeah yeah it's actually kind of terrifying because you kind of go white and then you go (sighs) 
And then I'm like, oh my gosh, Jeff, please don't pass out. Cause I've like got Ellie. I like, what are we going to do if you pass out? And like, every time you pass out, you hit your head on stuff. So I'm like, if, if I ever pass out around Ellie, I would just put her on the floor and see what she does. I think she would just climb on me. She would probably start tapping you. Tap, 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 tap. Anyways, I, um, was able to psych myself right through it and, uh, wrapped it back up very quickly, went over and then called cat laid down on the couch. And then I called Callie over and I'm like, I want you to look at it, but don't react. Look at it, but don't react. And she looked at it and she's like, yeah, you're going to need to bandage that later. Oh, freaking Lily. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. We would love to stay in touch with you by text. Text the word UPSIDE to 800-434-5454 and then save it in your phone as Callie and Jeff. I am on my seventh audiobook of the year. Well, sixth audiobook, seventh book total. I'm very proud of myself. I have started listening to my books at higher speeds yeah because it i don't know because it's faster well it's faster i like the cadence of some people a little bit more when it's like that and also i feel like if you know i'm only in the car for like an hour a day plus i like to listen to podcasts so i just need the books to go fast I can't listen to our, our own show, The Upside, uh, at normal speed Cause anymore. Because it, it I sounds feel slow. Like, I feel like we talk so slow. And I used to think the people that told us that they listened to us on like one and a half speed were nuts. I totally get it now. I eat my words. We definitely talk slow. Speed us up. We don't talk slow. We talk normal. But you're used <laughs> to people talking faster. Mm-hmm. What's funny is some people will send us messages from time to time and they'll say, Hey, I don't know if you guys are like doing the show at a different time or if you're just drinking like a lot of coffee before you do the show. But for the past three days, you guys have been talking like really, really fast. And their sh- their show is on one and a half speed. And they hit the button and they have no idea what it is. Hi, Ellie. This is Kennedy Reyes from Atlanta, Georgia. I just wanted to let you know that tomorrow we'll have an amazing um, they at preschool tomorrow. Bye. Love you. We will never stop talking about mental health and taking care of your mental health. Our sponsor, BetterHelp, has been with this show since the beginning, and they have got you covered from the comfort of your own home. We know it can be t- intimidating, especially when you're feeling burned out at the end of your rope to add something else to your to-do list. It can just feel like too much. BetterHelp makes it easy. BetterHelp Online Therapy lets you prioritize yourself by letting you take therapy, have therapy, from the comfort of your own home. You don't even have to be on camera if you don't want to. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and live chat sessions with your therapist. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can usually be matched with a therapist in less than two days. Therapy has been life-changing for me. We talk about it all the time on The Upside. I want you to have the same experience. Get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. Do it today. Don't, don't, don't put it off. Do it today. A couple of years ago, I started seeing a bunch of celebrities wearing these super cute 
flat. And it was noticeable to me because I'm not a super flats person. And I was like, okay, what are these shoes? I got to find them. I got to have them. And they were Rothy's. Rothy's are the most comfortable shoes. And I am the proud owner of five pair. They're the perfect shoes for work and for travel. And what's great about them is they're comfy right out of the box. So I have taken them out. Me personally, I've bought a pair. I've gotten them at home. I've taken them out, put them on my feet and immediately gone to work for an eight to 10 hour day on my feet. No scrapes, no blisters. They are the most comfortable shoe and they're super chic and everyone notices them because they're so cute. I wear the sneaker style for a casual look or when I'm running around doing errands, whatever. And then I also really like the loafer style for work because it dresses things up a little bit. Your new favorite shoes are waiting. Discover the versatile styles you can wear absolutely anywhere and get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash upside for $20 off your first order. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, or the dollars, as you are on my phone. Um, this is Amy. I'm calling from Pennsylvania. I'm just listening to the episode, and Kelly is talking about, you know, forgetting your Starbucks, but loves the fact that you guys have an espresso machine. Hugest, biggest hack ever. Um, on Amazon, there is a cup that you can actually freeze and pour or brew your Nespresso directly into, because you like cold brew, Kelly, or over ice. Um, you don't have to water it. You know, we don't have to put hot, uh, hot espresso into ice and it melts and everything gets all watery. Um, you freeze this mug. You then brew directly into that mug. And when you pour it out into whatever, you know, mason jar, you know, travel mug, whatever you're using, with your ice, you even keep your foam. So when the espresso, you know, brews, you have that little bit of foam at the top, it even keeps that. So, yeah. Look, I think it, I want to say it was like $20, but so worth it because nothing is now watered at home. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, Kylie. I am just calling to show my support for you working out in the mornings or whenever you feel like it. Um, if you feel good exercising in the mornings at 2.30 and that mentally puts you in a better space for the day, then do it. You don't need to necessarily go off of a doctor who spends 30 minutes with you every two months and do exactly what they say. I mean, only you know what makes you feel better. So, yeah, yeah, studies show that wake up at the time, you'll be better off. But you know what else studies show? That exercise is really good for you. So, I say go for it. I say take back the power of your own schedule. And if you want to exercise at 2.30, because it makes you feel better and you have that alone time, which as a mother of two, I understand. Just do it. Do it for yourself. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. It is Kelly from Wisconsin. I have to share my own Costco gas story. I'm not sure if your pumps are like this in Georgia, but in Wisconsin, they have extra long hoses so that you should be able to park at either gas tank no matter which side um, your your gas tank is on in your car. So I pulled up being impatient to a pump on the opposite side of where my gas tank was and I was pulling on this gas hose and the gas station was super crowded and there were tons of people looking at me and I was so embarrassed that I just returned the nozzle back to its little home and I drove away and got gas somewhere else. 
super embarrassing. Good morning, Callie and Jeff. This is Kathy, and I was calling about Jeff's toe experience at the doctor. A few years ago, I suddenly developed a bump on my finger, and I had to see a doctor that I'd never seen before, so my husband came along with me and turned out that he said it was a cyst. And there were some options about what I could do, and one of them was just to have it drained and see what would happen. Um, This was super exciting to my husband, who was there, and he was front row center. And by the time we were finished with uh, the needle in the cyst, he was talking with the doctor about Pulp Fiction, And the two of them were really excited about that. And we're going to sit down and watch Pulp Fiction that night and relive the experience. So, Callie, I hope you get to to see this someday. Um, But, Jeff, I hope it isn't your toe. Bye. If you're constantly doubting yourself, I'm a psychologist and here are three things I wish I knew when I was younger about self-doubt. Number one, avoidance feeds self-doubt. And the more you avoid something, the more you will believe in that narrative that says, I would never have been good enough anyway. Number two, tackling self-doubt demands courageous action in the direction of something that matters to you. Something that feels so important that it overrides your need to feel comfortable and ready. Number three, when you stop waiting for self-doubt to disappear, when you make this radical decision to let that self-doubt come along for the ride as you do that scary thing, it won't hold you back anymore.